0: Welcome to
1: Rhema for Today Radio.
0: In, in attending some of these meetings, and this one in particular, you, you see, uh, when, when people sense the Spirit, because Spirit-filled people know the Holy Ghost, and when they sense the Spirit of God in you, it makes all the difference in the world. So many times folks who are Spirit-filled, they don't always exhibit demonstrate the Holy Ghost. You notice the scripture said, demonstration of the Spirit and of power. You see, we we, we just think about the power side. But he said two things, demonstration. I came, not enticing the words of men's him, but in demonstration of the Spirit.
1: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits by Kenneth E. Hagan. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now,
0: here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. But the Lord kept saying to me, I want you to minister to the whole body. And and so I saw myself then ministering in Baptist churches, and I've done it. And I saw myself ministering in Presbyterian churches, and I've done it. And I saw myself ministering in Methodist churches, and I've done it. And I saw myself ministering in Christian, Disciple Christ church, and I've done it. And I saw people falling under the power, laying all around the front in Methodist churches and Baptist churches and Presbyterian churches and, and Christian churches. And I've seen it. I've seen it. In the front just full of people lying on the floor talking in tongues. Glory to God. I even saw myself preaching for Roman Catholics. Absolutely the truth. Absolutely the truth. Absolutely the truth, and it came to pass. It came to pass. Well, several times I use that as illustration. Several times I, I've fallen into a trance. But then the highest type of vision is what I call an open vision. You're not in a trance. You don't have your eyes shut. It, it's not just a spiritual vision, but but you see it just like you see you, just like I see you sitting out there. I mean, that's an open vision. Several different times. Uh, and really, that is the highest type of vision, uh, when, we, when we say an open vision. Well, this experience was either the highest type, part of it was the highest type of revelation, and then it went into the lowest type of vision. Because of so Jesus, I heard him, I knew what he said to me. And, and so, uh, I kept praying at first, though, in other tongues. And then I began to speak some words out in English, plans, purposes, pursuits. At first, I just said plans and purposes over and over again. And then I'd go back to praying in tongues. Now, actually, the ministry that we have today, some folks asked me a few years ago when we attended, a, uh, when we were at what they call an idea exchange. Uh, they were ministers of all groups all over America. Uh, biggest part of them were Assembly of God, uh, but there were others. from uh, And you had to have at least a 1,000 attendants on Sunday to be there. And so I was invited to come and speak on the subject of faith. And incidentally, after I spoke on the subject of faith, minister after minister came and hugged my neck and said, Brother Hagin, we were wrong. We were quoting somebody else because then they asked questions for 45 minutes or an hour and I answered every one of them. And they said, we were wrong. We've said some things. You forgive us because uh, we quoted somebody else. Well, bless God, I believe everything you've said today and believe it just like you said it. You see, it makes a lot of difference when we can get together and discuss the Word of God. Can you say Amen. amen. But incidentally, in these things, you see, And thank God, God's in all of them. Praise the Lord. And as we move with him, things will will just simply even out and work out right. Can you say amen? Amen. Praise God. But in in, in attending some of these meetings, and this one in particular, you you see, uh, when when people sense the Spirit, because Spirit-filled people know the Holy Ghost, and when they sense the Spirit of God in you, it makes all the difference in the world. So many times, folks who are spirit-filled, they don't always exhibit or demonstrate the Holy Ghost. You notice the scripture said demonstration of the spirit and of power. You see, we we just think about the power side, but he said two things, demonstration. I came, not enticing words of men with him, but in demonstration of the spirit. Well, that has a twofold application, not only demonstrating the Holy Ghost, but the kind of spirit that you demonstrate. Makes all the difference in the world. Can you say amen? amen? And so we should be very careful about these things. Now, in praying, I, I kept saying plans and purposes. Like I said to you, this ministry, what I'm doing today, I started to say, and I didn't finish it. I'll go back back up a little bit. Uh, some asked me that, that idea changed, because we asked the question, it was the second one that I attended. They said, Brother Higgins, what what is the secret of your success? One minister said, when I knew you, You know, I mean, nobody ever heard of you. I mean, you're preaching in small churches and once in a while in a large church. And and, and here suddenly, you become not only a national figure, but just in a matter of a few years, an international figure. Now, how'd that all come about? You know, what's the answer? I said, the only thing I know of is just praying and listening to the Holy Ghost. Just simply listening to what the Spirit of God said. And actually, everything I'm doing today is a result of praying and praying in other tongues. Oh, thank God for the value of praying in other tongues. And then sometimes interpreting your prayer. That's where I first started interpreting, was interpreting my own prayers. You know, to tell you the real truth about the matter, uh, when I, I, I pastored a Pentecostal church in Tom Bean, Texas, 1938, where I met my lovely wife, and, uh, and, and so I was praying. You know, I'm a pastor, 21 years old, and uh, I, I need a wife. And so I'd been going with her some, but I was up in a barn loft, one of my deacons, a praying. And I got to praying in other tongues, and I prayed this all out in other tongues, then I prayed the interpretation out. And then I saw it in the spirit that I'd marry her, we'd have two children, the first would be a boy, the second would be a girl. That's all the children we'd have. And that's what we did. Praise God forevermore. Amen, I got that in prayer. I didn't get that because I was standing off as a prophet because I wasn't, not at that time. And uh, so then I was praying, Uh, That was November, I mean December 1962, and in January of 1963, I was holding a meeting another little Assembly of God church there in Houston, and one night, suddenly a spirit of prayer fell on us. I'll tell you, we we don't see that anymore much. In fact, I don't see it at all. But uh, as we learn to follow God and really truly worship Him, you'll find that the Holy Ghost will be able to manifest Himself like He wants to. See, we permit him to go so far in charismatic circles, and we get carried away and start clapping, going on, and grieve the Spirit, and he won't move. But, uh, but you, can, you can see a difference, a depth of the move of the Spirit last night. And, and so in this meeting, I'm just preaching away, minding my own business. And a spirit of prayer fell on us. I mean, fell on everybody. I, I mean, I, and me preaching, everybody hit the floor. I didn't tell them to pray. I mean, I look back across the congregation, and there wasn't anybody sitting on a pew everybody's either down here around the altar, because they had an altar bench here, either down here around the altar praying, or else they was kneeling at the seat. So I thought, well, I better join them. I mean, you know, they've gone off and left me here. And so I stepped down off the platform. There's some steps right here. And I stepped down off the platform and knelt by those steps and began to pray. Well, I hadn't been praying but two or three minutes, uh, maybe five minutes, till I was in the Spirit, praying in other tongues. And, and I call it, I don't know if I like a better word, I call it getting lost in the Spirit. Because time just goes by. You think it's been 15 minutes, and it's been long. In fact, when I opened my eyes and looked, I thought, well, I've been praying 15 minutes, and I was really not conscious of anything else that went on around me. And when I opened my eyes and looked at my watch, I'd been praying an hour and a half. And I looked around, you know, and there's nobody there but me and the pastor. He's walking around. And I said, something happened to my watch. You know, it's running fast. No, he said, that's the time. I saw you was lost in the spirit, so it just didn't bother you. But right on the tail end of that praying, I suddenly realized that I was doing something. And I had, and so opened eyes to see what was doing, because so was praying in tongues. And I had that finger and thumb just like that, you know, formed a little circle. And with this finger, I'd go around that circle, all the way around. I'd come back around, talking in tongues. I'd go three quarters away and back, talking in tongues. I'd go halfway around, talking in tongues. I'd go halfway, a quarter way around, and go back a quarter way, talking in tongues. And I went, what am I doing? And then I began to interpret it. And here was the interpretation. You are going in a circle in your ministry. You'll go around that circle, and you'll go back around the circle. You'll go around that circle, and you'll go back around that circle. I was about to go back to a church again where I'd been I think 9 times. He said, "Now get out of it and you'll go half, three quarters of the way around that circle and you'll go back three quarters of the way around the circle. you go f- halfway around the circle, you go back halfway around the circle. You go fourth of the way around the circle and you go back a fourth of the way around the circle." Now I said, "Get out of that circle. In fact, get out of the churches holding revivals or preaching. Get out. Now, when I tell you, you go. But get out of the church. Go to a neutral place. Go to a hotel or, or a motel ballroom. Don't put any name on it. Call it All Faith's Crusade. Invite everybody to come. Because he said the Baptists are prejudiced against the Pentecostals. The Pentecostals are prejudiced against the Baptists. And said most all full gospel churches are fishing out of their own bathtub. And there's not any fish in their bathtub. So I got out and went fishing, Lord to God, we're enjoying the results of it today. And, and so I, I saw myself after I did that, when he said, get out, go out, make it, make you another circle here. And so I, he said, that first circle is, is go to neutral places in the meeting. And then I found myself making a little bigger circle. He said, that second circle is, you uh, put in print all of your Bible lessons, particularly those day teaching services, put them in print and lesson form. We've done that, praise the Lord. Didn't think it'd be that big a circle. And then he said, uh, third, put all your messages on tape. You know, we just had those old reel-to-reel tapes. We've done that. And then he said, get on the radio and teach. Don't preach, teach. And in those days, there's nobody on the radio teaching, not the full gospel circle. There's all the preaching in the hollering. <laughs> Amen, that's true. Get on the radio and teach. And so I got on the radio and taught. We'd break into one of those circles and work like magic almost. Now, why am I saying to that? We're about to break into another circle here. Praise God. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Another level, another plane of ministry. And so it's just a matter of praying it through. Old-time Pentecostals, uh, some of them misused it, but they were right. And sometimes you have to wait on God and find out about His plan. See, plans, purposes, pursuits. His plan for your life. His plan for your ministry. And uh, His plan for the church services or whatever God has called you to do. And, and so, in, in waiting upon the Lord, you see, all I did is just simply obeyed God. You know, you know, I haven't done anything, actually, except run and try to keep up with it, about all I've done. just just been a great joy, a great privilege. Somebody said one time, you know, we were building out there. and I saw that we were going to uh, have to turn away 800 students if we didn't get the other building finished. And a minister and his wife came to visit us. And we'd known them for a number of years. My wife and I driving around showing. Oh, they said, I know you must just, oh, you must be carrying a heavy load. Oh, you must be carrying. No, I said, I'm not carrying any heavy load. No, you're mistaken, no. I'm, I'm not the least bit bothered about the thing. I'm, I'm, I said, I told the Lord just once. I mean, he can understand you. He's your friend. He's your father. Lord, we need $2 million. I'm not going to miss a meal. I'm not going to lose a wink of sleep about it. It won't bother me at all if we don't get it. In fact, I'd rather be glad. We'll just close down. They said, well, it wouldn't bother you. Wouldn't it bother you to lose this property, you know? To? No, I said it wouldn't bother me. I didn't want to do it to me anyway.
1: You're listening to REMA for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. This month's special offer is the series you've been listening to today in book form. Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits by Kenneth E. Hagen. Plus the two-disc CD series, Decisions Determine Destiny by Ken Hagen. Both dynamic resources are just 1995. Call 1-888-Faith99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-Faith99. That's 1-888-Faith99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagin Ministries. Our address is PO Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We have in November, we have College Weekend, and that is November the 9th through the 11th. So if you're interested in coming to Rhema Bible Training College, hey, this is a good time to check us out. Oh, yeah. Men. Are you ready for this year's Call to Arms Men's Conference this November 1st through 3rd? Don't delay. Go online now to RAMA.org and register for this dynamic conference exclusively for men. Join conference host Ken Hagen, Keith Hudson, and David Vasquez. This is one men's conference like no other. So register now and get here. Go to RAMA.org or call 918-258-1588 extension 2238 today. The cost is just $60. What are you waiting for? Register now. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.